0: Can I request as well, can we add the MGM lion to that? Because that lion is an Irish lion who was in Dublin Zoo when they filmed that. No. You fucking Brit.
1: (laughs) Hello and welcome to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies, the podcast that is going to give you the choice that Sean never gave Ian. I'm your Englishman, Ian Whittington, and with me, as always, is my Irishman, the man who was seriously considered for the part of Tom Cruise, you know, post-swamp death.
0: It's Sean Ferrick. I I got down to the last five, and eventually what went against me was that I was only six at the time. So they were just like, listen, this is really stretching belief at this point. Um, This movie is amazing. You are wrong. You are wrong. I, yeah.
1: I just assumed it's because you were too decayed. Like, you were just looking. <laughs> <more. Yeah. laughs> we need to make it believable that there is a human being still after this swamp death. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Sure. Um, too far. Yeah. Yeah, so interview of a vampire. I have thoughts. We know what Sean's are. <clears throat> but, before we do that, to the
0: news! To the news! News, news team! ASSEMBLE!
1: So, HBO
0: has got a sizzle reel. Uh, <laughs> there you go, that's the news. Yes, so HBO, they released a, just a trailer during the week there. Um. Obviously, as we know, Warner Brothers are partnering with HBO Max because of, you know, owning them um to release yeah, it's a not really a partnership yeah it's not domination. really like you know we kind of it's like you know like you know oh don't worry we're full business partners one of us owns 99 percent of the company but we're business partners man uh can you guess which one has the 99 percent shares um but yeah. it's like
1: how me and you are partners in the pod uh,
0: oh don't worry that was not <laughs> subtext i was using that was text Good. um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we got a couple of first looks at stuff. Now, so, some of these are projects I hadn't heard of. Um, so Clint Eastwood, who, God love the man, refuses to die, um, is coming out with a new <laughs> film called Cry Havoc, that he's, which has been in the works since the 70s. It's one of those kind of everyone in oh, Hollywood wow. has been attached to it at some point.
1: At some point, yeah.
0: Briefly, we were attached to write and directing it. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a hell of a weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, it's it seems uh, I think synopsis is old man brings young boy home to family, so that's that's Isn't it.
1: That, so as opposed to Gran Torino, which was old man screams at people.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of the screenwriters on Gran Torino is writing this as well. So I loved Gran Torino, so I would be yeah I, really I liked, really liked it it's cool it's okay so that's it with the... longer than it needed to be but like it, most films it was longer than it needed to be well yeah, yeah unfortunately that's true uh, but unfortunately that's it that is all I know about it I've seen a picture of it um, it looks like Clint Eastwood and cool you know I really can't say I'm interested
1: <laughs> I mean it's a film it's cool it might be alright but like, I just it is a film yeah. it will do filmy things so there I like so I like Clint Eastwood better as a director now than an actor
0: well, I he is directing this, so maybe at least 50% of this could be good. Yeah. yeah, cool. Um, So, next one up is... So, this one I am interested in, right? It's called Reminiscence, and it's starring Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson. So, Oh, nice. Yeah, I really, really like her Um, and him. So, what this is about... So, this is written and directed by Lisa Joy, who is one of the co-creators of Westworld, and Ooh. who is... I hate being doing this in her introduction but she's married to Jonathan Nolan Um, oh okay so apparently they worked on Memento together and Reminiscence it's sort of it's same but different in that it's the idea of uh, it's a kind of futuristic but not too futuristic Um, uh, Hugh Jackman has this ability to help clients relive memories of their past she said she got inspired um, she was writing it when she was pregnant and when she you know had given birth and she was holding her daughter she was like I'd give anything to be able to keep this memory forever and that's kind of the crux that's really cool so um,
1: so is it kind of to work through trauma uh, then or just to enjoy things I again I think
0: it's just to enjoy things again um, and so the the, the mystery is um, Hugh Jackman's character becomes involved with Rebecca Ferguson's character May and they work together going through her memories but another client's memories begin to implica- implicate may in a series of crimes Oh, so yeah so this is like a mix between minority report
1: and that mark ruffalo uh film the one where jim carrey forgets his girlfriend i forgot he was in that journal trying to the spotless mind that's the one, yeah. So it's not really a Mark Ruffalo film at all. He's in it for like fifteen minutes. So it's like a merger of those two. That's really cool. I like
0: that. Yeah, so it late. sounds cool. I'm I'm on board with that. So that's reminiscence. Um, that is. Oh, I did have the date. It's it'll be this year. All of these are it'll this be, year. Yeah. It's all right, but they're not paying us for this. This, this is, is true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. HBO, Jesus, do your own advertising.
1: Pay us, and we'll get the date right. Yeah. Um, what else stood out? Um,
0: we had. So, right, the
1: fact that you're struggling to find something that stood well, out and did because
0: there's the one thing that I am looking forward to, even though I really shouldn't be, but I am looking forward to Mortal Kombat.
1: No, I am. And I think that's going to be the backdoor sponsor. Now that Dark Knight Rises has been forgotten about, the Mortal Kombat <laughs> film and the
0: Snyder Cut
1: are going to be the backdoor sponsors of the podcast. I really
0: like that. <laughs> um, I have to say, look, it looks... It looks great. Um, I know very little about the storyline of Mortal Kombat, but here's what I can say. <laughs> so here's what we do know. The images have been... Ten things you wouldn't know about Mortal Kombat. Well, I mean, I... I oh, I haven't written it yet. I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> so the the first image, the first first image to be released was, I think, Sub-Zero creating uh, a yes. shard of yeah. ice, right? And that was obviously the Nya, um So a, a whole ro- rake of images have been released of, like... Johnny Cage, uh, Sonya, yeah. and yes I am struggling to remember names. So there is one where Sub-Zero is in a fight with Scorpion. I found out rather quickly this week that apparently Sub-Zero and Scorpion have been enemies this whole time. Um and I thought they were brothers. So yeah, I mean because the movies this, the previous movies were like they didn't follow the game uh, play really at no. all. So yeah. Uh, what was interesting about it so apparently right Ian did you know there are two sub-zeros I did not neither did I so there was the sub-zero of the first game and then there's the from Mortal Kombat 2 onwards there is another sub-zero now apparently in between games 1 and 2 Scorpion murdered the first sub-zero who then was brought back to life as people are wont to do in these games the Sub-Zero in this movie, the character name is the first Sub-Zero, so they, uh, is by Han, right? Right, so, got it,
1: okay. It's, so it's definitely an origin kind of So thing. it's
0: an origin thing, and I don't know if that means Scorpion's going to kill Sub-Zero at some point, or, you know, if he's going to be, you know...
1: Well, I think we've lost half the people that are interested in the
0: pod. me the ones you told to click away at the start. Uh, yeah. Who's left? If you're left, please let us know at Listen. what point you are still listening to this pod, yeah. still watching. Um, Where's the sweet spot? Because we
1: need to piss you guys off Absolutely. As well.
0: yeah. If you're watching this on YouTube, please drop a comment which says the timestamp of where you are. <laughs> um, so I don't know, it sounds like, I mean, I don't know. That could be, it. I could have just described a much more detailed story than we're going to get in this film. Um, oh,
1: they could totally ignore that. Yeah, I thought you were going for like a uh, Jason Voorhees doesn't appear in the first Friday the 13th film it's that kind of situation the most famous character isn't actually in the first game or
0: movie am um, sure good I'm so anyway that's one and I trying no at this point now I am starting, I I know there are other ones there's other ones which are not HBO we got first image to now I know you haven't the pass of your arse on this one but the first image of Kristen Stewart as Princess Di, and I have to say she's unrecognizable that's that's yeah, what really I, I have jumped out at me yeah. yeah,
1: when you shared that picture, I was like, oh my God, "Are they recasting The Crown? Like, are they rebooting it already with a new cast? A gritty, like, even dark reboot yeah. of The Crown? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> no more Royals. <laughs> I've had it." Right. Well, I, I, the, the only other bit of news that if we would, um, Thor, lo, Love and Thunder, Gods of Thunder, yeah, Gods of Lightning, Lightning, very, very frightening, has started filming, um, which is really cool. Yeah, I'm um, totally on board. I'm well excited for this, and most of the Guardians are in it, other than Gamora. Um, okay. Uh, which kind of it makes sense because yeah. if they're going to do something with Gamora, it makes sense to do it in the um, Guardians of the Galaxy Three: The Search for Gamora. Closely <laughs> followed I by can't the, the voyage, stealing the, voyage the Milano, home. or
0: no, they're not the Milano now, are they? Oh, uh, anyway, yeah, stealing the ship. Yeah, whatever the ship yeah. is.
1: Um yes, that's cool. And like Matt Damon is apparently going to do a cameo again, wait. which is amazing. That was so
0: fantastic. Oh, it?
1: That, is that Matt Damon? Uh, that's Matt Damon. I've, there were like five films that came out that year where Matt Damon did a random cameo. He and, just ran
0: from set to set filming, and they all just sudden released yeah. over the you know the space of a couple Cause, of months.
1: Exactly, because he suddenly turns up in The Martian as well. <laughs> yeah <laughs> such oh, a you're small Dr. role. Man. No, that is a small role. He's only in like twenty minutes of it. Like he's a massive plot point. But he's tiny in his screen time. There is a difference between being important to the plot and being in the film a lot. Lesson. Screenwriting 101. Well, it depends for really a what
0: you charge for that time. Yeah, yeah. that's true. He probably got paid the most. Um, Judy Dench got an Oscar for eight minutes of screen time in Shakespeare in Love. Eh, good. Slim Pickens that year.
1: <laughs> yep, clearly. Yeah. So, super exciting. Of, of all of the new Marvel films, that's the one I'm yes. really kind of. Um, I'm all in on that one. I think that's going to be good. Anything that has Taika Watiti doing things. 100%. Yeah. I, 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 door. I, I he, he's back. He called me a dickhead. <laughs> 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 I will come into Queen, your room you and I will kill you.
0: Feel free to use the Wi Fi. No password. Of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he called me a dickhead. Right. Um, that's enough for the news. Uh, do you have anything to, to the recommend? Bum 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 <laughs> bum bum.
0: Um, do, what, do can you, I request as anything? well? Can we add the MGM lion to that? Because that lion is an Irish lion who was in Dublin Zoo when they filmed that.
1: No. <laughs> You fucking bitch. Yes, we absolutely yeah. can, yeah. just put, Excellent. I'll stick the roar in somewhere, that's fine. Yeah, just that's, sure. that's, that's cool. That it, might, it might just be me going, Rar. Do
0: you know what? Actually, no, it would need to be Irish. Rar. So the crown, right? I think uh, there are in-detail de- discussion of the crown... Uh, no. Uh, do I have recommends? Bad. I do have recommends. I have I have several, so I may not try and blow my load all in one go. So I might split it up over a couple of weeks. Oh, I <laughs> I know what I said. Um, yeah. I
1: said what I said, and I stand by it.
0: But the absolute number one, as in, uh, I won't say stop what you're doing. I'll say finish this podcast first, and then go and watch Euphoria, starring Zendaya oh. and Hunter Sheffer. It's a it's an HBO's show. Um, it came out a
1: couple of years ago didn't it, it well, did. no last year last.
0: so 2019 season yes, 1 came out correct. season 2 was due to obviously start filming and then everything happened so two hour long specials oh, were released cool. kind of december and january in fact the other one just a few days ago um i i, I cannot tell you the last time i watched a show as affecting um as well written as well acted uh, and and also because I'm paying attention more to how videos are constructed, it's incredibly well edited it is a very well put together show mm-hmm. um for a largely young cast there there's not a bum note in it um,
1: I, I've only heard good things about euphoria and it's been on my list but yeah it's just difficult I don't has it had a proper proper release over here or um, anything
0: I I, I don't I'd have to this but is Sky Atlantic and is is that not kind of UK yeah. HBO? So uh, I, you know, I think you're right.
1: Actually, yeah, it probably is on there. Uh, yeah, as far as that, it's not suitable for kids. It's not something to it's sit not suitable down. for people under
0: twenty-five. Like yeah. it's,
1: it's also don't sit down and watch it with the family. But it's a I mean, it's a binge binge show as well, isn't it? Get it. All you'll be in.
0: because you, not only that, but you'll be hooked. You know, it's yeah. not even just that. You know, it works better as it's eight episodes and then two specials, right? So it's not even that it works better as a ten-part movie. It's it is it's very definitely separated into episodes, but you just you know you'll yeah. easily spend 10 hours watching it so hydrate um it's it's phenomenal uh to borrow a friend of mine's word um
1: yeah apparently i say phenomenal a lot i just very
0: good at it and love to be see it
1: it's phenomenal yeah they, I do okay I need, like, when you say word. it like
0: that you can't just say phenomenal
1: <clears throat> phenomenal yeah exactly yeah
0: use okay. it with the usual 12 syllables you put into it
1: um, normal, normal.
0: So, that would be one. Now, I do have another recommend, which I have to get out this week, but now, do you have something?
1: Yeah, so, um, really, really topical. It's a film from, I think, 1994. Um, It is uh, Denzel Washington's Fallen. I love this film!
0: I'm so glad. Why hadn't you told me about it? It's because... We've never... No one talks about this film. That's it. Like, I watched it. I loved it. It's bloody brilliant. Uh, you talk about it. It's your recommend. No, yeah, I, it's so
1: so good, and no one talks about this film. I've never heard of it. When I'm flicking through Amazon or uh, Netflix or whatever, if I find a Denzel film, it is going to go straight into my list. Um, at some point, I'll watch it, even if I don't watch it right now. I want to watch everything because he's just—he's the—he's the man. He just acts. I don't know if he ever plays a different character, but I just like watching him. Be Denzel on screen. Um, so this is a really unorthodox, weird, weird story. Um, there's not a lot I can say about it without spoilers, other than it's about a... You, you find this out pretty early on. It's it's a demon that can jump from body to body to body and spends the film screwing up um, Denzel Washington's life. And he's a cop in New York. Yes. Yeah. No, it is New York, definitely. Um, yeah. So this demon has a bone to pick with Denzel and just attempts to ruin his life, and it is fantastic. Um, Tony Soprano is in it, really bizarrely. Ja- um, thingy Gandolfini. James uh, Gandolfini. Yeah. James Gandolfini. Um, uh, I'm so bad of actors' names. Fred Flintstone is also oh, in this John film. Oh, John Goodman. John Goodman. And uh, spontaneously, who's the lady that's in this? Um, Miss Honey from um, Matilda
0: <laughs> now I can't remember her name
1: can't um, remember her name but she's randomly in it basically playing Miss Honey just playing herself and Donald M. Sutherland Beth Davis you might be right there but yeah it's a really bizarre cast um, yeah and Donald Sutherland is in it as well But he just like- turns up and stuff He's just there, isn't he? But it's like four big people. Um, But this is definitely Denzel's film. And it is so good. Just go and watch it. And then please talk to us about the
0: ending. Because... Oh, my God. I mean, we can't say anything. But, oh, my God.
1: I think this will be a... We'll we'll cover it on an episode at some point. Because it is
0: phenomenal. I would be delighted to that, and Beth Davids go on the Sean. Nailed Sorry. it. You yeah. pulled that one out. That's how, awesome. I don't know how, but I did. Uh, it's a great film. Yeah, I yeah, 100% I would film. love to cover that on the pod.
1: Um, so, this would have been my final Rewindables film, but it, I just if I hadn't just watched it last week. So, I feel like five years from now, it will be on my Rewindables list. It'll be
0: your number one nearly, yeah. Yeah, it absolutely will. Um, cool. Your, um, your last recommend so my last recommend because yeah uh, I, I will because it's it's very timely because it's only just released uh, it's Russell T Davies five part series It's a Sin
1: yeah like if you, Victoria I've just heard good things
0: if you've seen it you know and if you haven't seen it you need to watch it uh, it's like I'll do this really quickly because I know time but I've I've loved Russell T Davies since he brought Doctor Who back in 2005 so I'm yeah. well used to his style of writing obviously he toned down an awful lot of the stuff he writes for Doctor Who well not by much and so I've seen Queer as Folk uh, it's quite dated now but it was very um, edgy for for when it was well, it's still edgy but for when it was released yeah. it was really pushing boundaries. and this to a certain extent follows the, the vein of it takes no prisoners um and it's it's incredibly well written the characters are all so likeable now it's set so each episode does a kind of a jump of maybe one or two years depending Mm -hmm. on where the story is right um everyone you're you're introduced to everyone in episode one everyone who the, the story will follow and 1981 the gay scene what do you think this thing is going to be about
1: it yeah.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And it's 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 tough. Now it's 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 very well balanced. Like it's incredibly raw in some yeah. places. But i wouldn't call it a depressing show in any way. It isn't. I suppose I suppose drama, but that doesn't feel like the right word. Mm-hmm. Um moments of incredible pathos. Um and it'll just like any story about the aids crisis in the 80s you will be sitting there going why was any of this allowed to happen
1: yeah it's bad isn't it
0: um so i I, you know i'm I'm not one for you know kind of like queen watch it just if you're in a bit of a a raw state going into it yeah just maybe you know trigger warning yeah, to to be honest, I I I I do. I think I think that is very apt here. It's another one that you'll binge. Uh, all the episodes yeah. are on. Uh, depending on I mean, there's four O D or four. It's, it's on various one of the things. Things, yeah. So absolutely wow, fantastic, what a, brilliant.
1: What a what a jump between recommends. <laughs> it was like serious, meaningful Denzel film from the nineties. Serious, meaningful. <laughs> so on to the Rewindables, part of the fifth.
0: Well, yeah, I got that right.
1: Yes, you did, yeah. <laughs> so this is Sean's term. It's interview with a vampire. Yay! <laughs> no, Sean, tell me why you love this film.
0: I will. No, he is winding up. I, he's he's being a big grumpy goose. This film, right? So, why do I love this <laughs> film? Uh, this film uh, is it's starring every a lister that Hollywood had in nineteen twenty-four, including yeah. some the the two thousands had, but they mm. weren't there yet. Yeah, very much so. Um, it is... So, Interview the Vampire, if you haven't seen it, it is exactly what I It opens up with Vampire sitting down with an interviewer. Let's do this. Um, it is now, my life story. The obvious question is, why does he bother? That gets answered as the film goes on, so we'll get to that. Does um, it? It does. Sorry, carry it, on. no, 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 no. You know, it very much does. I, I, I suspect I will have an answer to pretty much everything you say to it, because that's, yeah, no, that's I fair. think uh, this is... It's not quite Star Trek levels of how much I've Mm -hmm. rewound this, but it's a lot. Uh, Just before we started uh, recording, I, uh, I, I, I was watching Ian's eyes just widen and widen as I just started the script. Yeah, I. Yeah. It
1: was honestly from the beginning onwards, like the story. I was like, I've got to buckle in for two hours because Sean's going to recite the whole thing again.
0: Uh, it was like it was really <laughs> impressive when I started doing like, the full soundtrack and getting to get into sets yeah. and everything in the background. Like, Sean, how are you doing? It's like Brad Pitt. What are you doing here? Get a haircut. So actually, let's let's just say that right. Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, Antonio Banderas, Christian Slater, Kirsten Dunst,
1: Tandy Newton briefly, and
0: yet yeah, oh, uh, of course, sorry, Tandy Newton. So uh, and also. You won't have seen her. I only know this from IMDb. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. Did you see Peaky Blinders, Penny Dreadful? um... Uh, Yeah, I've seen Peaky Blinders and the first
1: episode of Penny Dreadful.
0: But she wasn't in this, so Peaky Blinders. Um, Aunt Polly, Helen McCrory. Oh, where was she? She's the other Hooker in the big scene. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. <laughs> that other hooker. Exactly, yeah, she's the one who's dead for the entire <laughs> scene. Yeah, brilliant. So, that was yeah, amazing. That's Helen McCrory. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, what a cast! Um, yeah,
1: incredible cast. Which is incredible. One of the things that confuses me.
0: Okay, no, no, that's 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 cool. No, we'll we'll absolutely we'll, we'll go through every bit of it. We'll so, get there.
1: Give us the synopsis.
0: The synopsis is uh, a roughly two hundred year old vampire. Uh, sits down to tell his life story to an interviewer he you know starts from as he says when he was born to darkness which is when he was made into a vampire it is alluded to very briefly that I could tell you the first 20 years but you're not going to care there was not an awful lot going on there is a little bit of context in that his wife and child have died so he is very much on self-destruct yeah. if it wasn't for the vampire it'd be somebody with a knife you know he yeah, was going that's the to
1: die crucial bit isn't it mm. that
0: he's he's lost everything in
1: his world he's got tons of money so that's not a problem there's nothing really
0: motivating yeah. him to exist exactly yeah there's no there's no impetus to survive um, you lack
1: the courage of your convictions, sir such as, oh, that such is my a... favorite line that's it's so, so good.
0: good it's so yeah. good uh, I want to he, use
1: that every day. <laughs> somebody, yeah. somebody, like, gives me the wrong change or, like, <laughs> you lack the courage of your convictions.
0: And rip your <laughs> shirt open as you do. <sighs> uh, sir, could you please stop? <laughs> sir, this is a Waitrose. I've asked you several times nicely not to do this. Um, so, yes, he meets Tom Cruise. Uh, so Tom Cruise, so, uh, sorry, Brad Pitt plays Louis, uh, who yep. is our narrator uh, Correct. and a Effective. He is our lead character, but he's not our only lead character. Um, yeah,
1: but it's it's his point of view. This it is, is his absolutely story. Absolutely, his. Yeah. It's
0: his story. He is the eponymous vampire. Yeah. Right. So we have Tom Cruise who plays Lestat. I will spend quite a lot of time talking about Tom Cruise today. So I'm just going to move swiftly on for a second. Uh, we will meet Kirsten Dunst who plays Claudia. Yeah. We have Antonio Banderas who plays Armand. I will spend a bit of time talking about Armand. Armand. Um, Armand. Our man, our man. Uh, Stephen Rea, who doesn't get enough credit. Uh, I think he should. He is fantastic as the mute vampire that uh, causes Louis some grief. It's just so expressive. He's, he's, he's almost yeah. like a mime. Well, he is like a mime in the way that he acts because they're all a member of a the theatre. We'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, Thandie Newton plays the head of Louis' household. First household, yeah. First household, yes. There are several households. Man, they go through some buildings. Uh, they, very literally. They re- literally, yeah. they do. Like, there is a trail of destruction of very nice stately homes. And then, last but not least, we have the interviewer, who is played by Christian Slater. Yes. Now, we'll, just, we'll quickly just say this. Christian Slater signed on to the role after River Phoenix, who had originally been cast... Died, uh, of course. Um, and Christian Slater took on the role and donated his entire salary to charity.
1: Oh, that's amazing! So yeah. I'm really glad you said that first because I was going to say Christian Slater is absolutely wasted in this film. There's no reason the interviewer needs to be. I agree. Anybody he could have been... famous at all? It could literally. Christian Slater is a total waste.
0: However, that's awesome. That's really really cool. I think do you know what in in 2020 vision. If River Phoenix had survived, of course, and and uh, he would have been totally wasted as the interviewer. It doesn't need to be absolutely. an A-lister star because he's very it, much he's. <clears throat> is he even a? No, he's not even a catalyst. He's a plot along. You he's know nothing. I mean, yeah, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't really get any information. Have a
1: dictaphone sat there. It may as well have been him recording his memoirs. A vampire dictates isn't <laughs> yeah. quite as catchy as an interview yeah. with a vampire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, transposition with the vampire. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Does does the interviewer do more in the book? I assume um, he does. I have, I mean, I have read, now it's a while, but I have read the book. Um, I think it follows a very similar mm-hmm. uh, structure. There's probably more in terms, obviously, the book will have more detail, but yeah. I think it's a fairly because, similar structure.
1: Because what I would have liked a bit more is the interviewer drawing things out of um, Louis. But Louis is just there to tell... Everything. So Louis, there is no yeah. interview. There's no question It's questions. sort of a it's monologue. Just, Here's my... really exactly. Isn't. It's a mon- yeah. monologue. a vampire's monologue.
0: <laughs> well, at I least mean, that's an okay title. Yeah, monologue yeah, of the vampire. One. Not so yeah. much a
1: vampire's monologue. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Or a vampire speaks.
1: Yep. A mm. vampire speaks. The Vampire Chronicles. It's that subtitle I really don't like. Were they
0: intending on making a franchise of movies out of this? No, they did make a sequel. But let's just <laughs> let's address but the Queen no of the in Damned it. in the room. Right. Uh, so I, I in fact I know you haven't seen Queen of the Damned because you your eye would have twitched if I yeah, just no, said those yeah no I haven't words. I haven't seen it so the Vampire Chronicles is much like the Chronicles of Narnia much like The Wheel of Time much like uh, A Song of Ice and Fire it's a right. series of books it's quite a long series of books Anne Rice has been writing for years um, so the first book one is the Vampire book two is the Vampire Lestat book three is Queen of the Damned now I don't know them all. I'm stopping there guys yeah, yeah. before I butcher the series uh, what they did is they made Interview the Vampire and then I th- believe there was a rights issue as kind of a uh got to get this made or the rights revert so Vampire Lestat and Queen of the Damned were merged into one film oh, okay. and it was everything you think a goth teenage early 2000s movie was going to be So and it's I don't mean with that in a, a good way <laughs> I don't mean that in a good way no okay. Interview the Vampire <laughs> is the far super I mean star power alone all respect yeah. to Stuart Townsend in Queen of the Damned. Stuart Townsend plays Lestat in Queen of the Damned.
1: Why didn't they? Why didn't Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt come back? Or were they just one and done? I mean, if that's the case, don't hire them for the first film. Oh yeah. If you know you're going to struggle to get them back.
0: I no, well, I mean, I don't. You you must keep in mind Tom Cruise was the A-lister that you would think of. Brad Pitt wasn't. Brad Pitt. His career was. It was very much on the rise. Yeah. But he wasn't I right. the Brad Pitt of today.
1: Yeah. He
0: hadn't done Fight Club yet. Oh, God, no. Fight Club was 99. This is 90. He would have been filming 93. Yeah, so it was... Yeah, it's way, way before his massive coming out, which was... Exactly, yeah. Yeah, That's cool. Uh, Whereas Tom Cruise, of course, had been a darling of the 80s, you Mm -hmm. know, so... And he was... uh, I realise I haven't talked plot yet, so we're kind of getting there, right? But Anne Rice, when she heard Tom Cruise was cast, was... Up in arms. She was like, he is not my Lestat. You know, hashtag not my Lestat. Uh, hated <coughs> absolutely, like, as in to the point yeah. of she was going to war in it. And then she watched the footage and she said, nobody but Tom Cruise could have played Lestat.
1: Well, I need to read this book then. I just think he makes a rubbish vampire. Oh, I dis. <laughs> it I dis- takes good- me out. And I think I'm watching it with 2021 eyes. I mean, I just. Carry on. We'll get on to Tom oh. Cruise much
0: later on. All right, that's fine. So, um, right, I think I, I more or less think I've done the synopsis without going into spoiler territory, which yeah. we'll do as we go along. So, vampire talks. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. So, when did you first watch the film,
1: and I it, it was... must have caught you at a sweet spot?
0: So, uh, all right, I actually have a weirdly early memory of this film, all the way back from 94. So, I I do remember when this film was in the cinemas. Uh, obviously, I didn't see it then. I was only six but it was in the cinemas at the same time as Star Trek Generations. Right? Oh, interesting. And the reason that has stuck with me is because... Generations is a fantastic film? Generations is a fantastic film that has That's aged to the fine Yep. wine. Um, and um, what it is, is there used to be this show in Ireland that was hosted by a, a DJ called Dave Fanning, right? And it was sort of a little preview of upcoming movies, you know, and they would do little scenes and everything and I remember watching it one Friday and there was the upcoming scene from Star Trek Generations and I was like oh brilliant deal. this is great Yay! You know, this, this was you know kind of a late show this was after 8 o'clock in the evening I mean this is whoa nice. oh, 6 um, then what they did is they did a scene from a Guillermo del Toro film called Cronus I don't know if you've ever seen or heard no, of it no never heard of it something to discuss at a later date it's also a take on vampire myth Cool. Um, and perhaps they were on a theme, although there's no vampires in certain generations. Uh, then they showed the scene of Claudia being born. Oh, in cool! Interview with the vampire. I was six, and to yeah. this day, that scene is unsettling.
1: Yeah, no, agreed.
0: Yeah, it because six-year-old Sean is watching yeah. eight-year-old Claudia. I think eleven-year-old gonna Kirsten happen to Dust, me. But, Yeah, or just it like, could happen. But that's a kid. That's a kid, and and the camera's not cutting away. Like yeah. that's real, you know, and and just the it definitely pushes some pushes some lines,
1: doesn't it? This it film
0: does. it does. In terms of it's not, you know, it's not. I was gonna say it's not Dracula, which of course it isn't, but it does. It leans closer to the romanticism. Oh, of heavily, vampirity. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dracula does, but Dracula is Dracula is definitely a villain. Um, is Dracula is definitely a villain?
1: Yeah, this is more. Yeah, these guys are just playboys,
0: to be honest, and they're a bit bored. I think, I think Louis would be an anti-hero. I mean, like anti-hero in that he does, you know, commits crimes. Tortured, yeah, tortured hero. Mm. Kind of. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, definitely. Yes. He's fighting.
1: He's the definition of fighting against his nature, isn't he? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Whereas Lestat, yeah, you're right. He is fully embracing his nature. yeah. Yeah. That is something which Queen of the Damned, for its many. Many, many sins. It That's front and centre. It's Lestat taking the centre stage. Yeah. You know? That's um, so that's what they do in that. So uh, watch at your peril. Yes. Um, it's... Uh, see, right. The reason I love... Okay, so spoilers, whatever. side so I love Tom Cruise in this film. It is my favourite Tom Cruise movie. And I do like Tom Cruise as an actor. All right? Um, I do... Right, I think he's very, 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 <laughs> you very. Don't, you very don't
1: low. have to quantify that. It's ah, sorry, you, no, I watch, you can I'm watching have that your facial expressions <laughs> over there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um But I do, I think for for many reasons. So there he he does he hams it up for the back row, and I think it suits <laughs> the character. Um What I think is a shame is alright, massive spoiler here, guys, is how little of the film he's in. Agreed. So yeah, Weirdly,
1: it, it's actually one of the issues I have with the film, is that it it feels like it meanders from situation to situation. Um, it There's the, the section that's got Tom Cruise in it, and then it meanders into a bit of solo-ishness, and then it meanders into Antonio Banderas, and then meanders back to Tom Cruise. It just... I, I felt the two hours of this film... Um, and that was kind of some of the feedback on Twitter was, oh my god, I loved this film when I was younger, and this is the first time that people had revisited it in a long time, and they're just like, well, It's a lot longer than I remember, <laughs> and I just, I think you feel the length because the plot meanders.
0: I I mean, my little heart. I fight me! Fight don't me agree it. with you that the plot meanders. Um, I do feel that it it definitely takes its time. I will like, there's no argument with that one. Like there is this takes it on there's a lot of long pauses there's a lot of looks and yep. there's a lot of things that maybe this may be a very unfair thing that I'm about to say but I think that filmmaking in general has sped up Agreed. since 1994 um, which is not to say that every film is running around on amphetamines you know yeah. at the moment because that's not the case in there but I think it would be harder to sell this movie today
1: Agrees, yeah, but I, don't, it's, it's, I still think you can have... You can take your time and be more interesting. My problem is, it's two hours of Louis torturing himself and just being, woe is me, isn't afterlife horrible. And I'm kind of a bit... I was getting tired by the end of the same... The same kind of... Oh, the world is so hard. The same argument. It doesn't feel like he grows from...
0: The start to the end uh i mean sorry you're in many ways you're sorry spot on um the what's the change in him is that he has lost his his reluctance to kill you know yes yeah. i what i what i take is he's he has accepted the fact it took him a long time but he's accepted the fact that he's not human yeah um and i i mean i i hear you what i, I think what i look at it is i do look at it as a film of set pieces um mm-hmm. So maybe that's maybe that's supporting that. Yes, there is bits yeah, there, no, that, in between right. them that yeah. kind of do, yeah, they, they maybe drag a little bit. But as as say the arrow that's going through the plot, if Louis is the arrow that's been fired from the bow, right? You have, I think, Lestat is very much the bow and the target. Yeah, yeah, right. I like
1: that. That's a really cool analogy.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Uh thank you very much. Uh I stole nothing from Aristotle. Um but along the way there are um, I've, I've run out of analogies but the things that you know he Bless encounters you. along the way um Claudia <laughs> is the big thing. Yeah definitely. Uh, yeah. Um and Armand could have been the big thing except for what he does.
1: Yeah exactly.
0: Um Right, we need to start talking spoilers because I'm kind of, you know, kind of fractious If you're still with us, guys, we're talking spoilers. Yeah, now Um, we're getting into spoilers. Right, so let's talk about Lestat. Let's do the Lestat because you can pretty much, it is the first section of the film. Yeah. So what worked for you? What didn't work for you? Talk to me, Goose.
1: I like the, there's almost a Jim Carrey-ness to some of Tom Cruise's performance in this. Jim Carrey, okay. Like, there's some Ace Ventura in it.
0: Um what, what, where was huh? I, I uh, de, uh, yeah where? Come on no, now, so tell Where
1: me. he's oh, where is it? Um damn it, my note only says ace um Tom Cruise channeling Ace Ventura. Um he when he's dancing it's when the he kills the hooker, um and like kind of puts him puts her in the coffin and then like flips co- it And he's like just, he's manic and he's crazy and he's like, he's laughing and it's cool. I actually really, really like it. It's the, it's the sincere bits that get, so it's the fact that Tom Cruise is, you're you're, like you said, hamming it up and he's super, super cheesy
0: and it's, he. I didn't, I never said he was cheesy, just uh, for the record. I said he was hamming it up for the back row.
1: He's phasing in and out of an English generic European accent That's there is he can't quite that, yeah. decide what voice he's doing. Um, and the teeth, both of them, it's the same complaint about Brad Pitt. I don't know what accent he's doing, especially at the beginning of the film, but they can't talk around the prosthetic teeth. I know that they have teeth in their mouth and their, their speech has been affected because of it. So I think it's, for me, because I didn't watch it the first time round, I can't unsee that stuff Okay. Because it's just, it, for me, I know them both so well that it, it just took me out of the film. I think this film would work better if they weren't as famous. Okay, but Which is an odd, yeah. I was going to say, complaint. is
0: that a fair criticism? You guys are too well known. Urgh. I don't know if it's fair, but it's how it made me feel. I suppose all feelings are valid. This is a, this is a safe space. But here's why you're wrong. Um, Go no no no
1: no I mean it's their performances oh. just took me out of the film it's either hyper hyper sincere but I'm still like you're, you're in a pretty you're in a vampire outfit <laughs>
0: I, I, I mean no bold you can't be you can't be it's a vampire film you you, you accept these yeah, things when you, when you start watching about the movie. that um, um, but no no, you, no you're you right because I think you know a performance can be like you, you can still be critical of a performance um like you know oh this is a vampire movie it's like well yeah you chose to hit play Yeah, in a vampire no, I
1: think movie. it's it's, the, it's their voices and the teeth and I it's, it's fine, fine. I, I know that they're vampires but I know that that they're talking weird because of the prosthetic teeth in their mouth that they shouldn't have
0: I have to say I've, I've not noticed that but I've again because I've watched this so many it's times it's just normal that's just yeah, how they speak exactly. in the film
1: so I'm not saying this you're is wrong. me watching it for the first time um, yeah. whereas I think if it came out today there would be ways around that they um, probably, probably wouldn't even change their accents. Um, yeah, the teeth would more than likely be digital, yeah. Um, and yeah, they would just sound like Tom Cruise
0: and Brad Pitt, um, which would be that would be a hell of a sequel. Um, also, my God, guys, what happened? I thought vampires didn't age. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise have not aged. Oh, they still look. They still look fantastic. Brad Pitt hated making this film really that's and tried to get out of it several times and apparently so uh, this is what I was talking. well that at. shows he, in the performance it's a it's a hard role to play to be to be fair to you and to be fair to him it is a hard role to play because yeah you are the tortured vampire for this entire film okay yeah. but do I get a bit of range you know what am no, I allowed to is, do here yeah exactly it's
1: very so, plas- very plastic performance just I'm miserable plastic part maybe part fair enough yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, to be f- because again, not saying you're wrong why am I why am I defending this film so much okay um, <laughs> I really like trying film, not to bring you down no 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 you're, you're trying to you shan't bring me down I'm just trying to see if I can convert you if I can't I'll accept it um, if every single film has suspension of disbelief to some form or another right yeah so, fine with that yeah Um. so potentially fine that is one of the reasons I accept this film with you know there are, well, as you say, there are accents which kind of weave in and around what I think they're meant to be. Yeah. Um, although I think Yankee back then, which is not to say American back then, but because kind of, they are, there are more Yankees than they are modern yeah. day Americans. <clears throat> yeah, um, exactly. And there would have been, you know, say French. Um, inspiration so it's absolutely right. The
1: they it would be weird if
0: they had American accents. Because it does. From the seventeen hundreds. So, but it does stick in your mind.
1: But it does remind me. So, I just yeah, yeah it it's something I can't. may if yeah, as a younger person, I could just take it for what it is and watch it. But as a more critical movie watcher now, it just it does take me out of the film.
0: But it's fine. Like, tell me the good things. Tell me what you love. Tell me your uh, happy places. So uh, many, but so right. Sticking with the with the first bit. So with Lestat, I love uh, Lestat's. You know, he visits him in his sick bed. Um, when he does that, I'm going to give you the choice I never had. Yeah. Uh, Lestat is evil. There's no like. Lestat yeah, doesn't su- selfish. Super yeah. He doesn't selfish. question his state of being at all. Um, now from lore, uh, he's only been a vampire for a couple of years himself. Um, oh really? Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, um, uh,
1: that's interesting.
0: So, and he's lonely, um, and hence Louis. So he finds someone who is very much suicidal. And there is that fantastic scene on the docks where Louis f- about to get killed by a pimp, basically. Uh, then suddenly the pimp is gone. Suddenly the uh, prostitute is gone. And then you have what I think is a beautiful introduction of just Tom Cruise's face coming at you. Teeth bared. That right, is cool. Amazing.
1: The the killing of the pimp and the prostitute is a cool scene. but And I think we've nailed why I don't like this film. The flight.
0: I really like it. It's rubbish. It's not. It's it's completely straightforward. Just raises it's, them into the water and drops them, or raises them into the air and drops them. It, but it looks rubbish. I, I, I have to say, I disagree. It looks rubbish. <laughs> well, what did you want him to do? I don't know. It looks like he's
1: on. It looks unnatural. It, I know flying is unnatural because people can't fly. I right, show, it. show me
0: how you fly. There, come on now. Let's 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 do a compare and contrast. Yeah, well, I agree. It doesn't Ding. look like that, Um uh, it just—it looked like he's—they're on wire.
1: It looks like this should have been on stage. I definitely—I
0: um, dis- completely disagree that it looks like they're on wires. Um, okay, fine. fine, fine. Uh,
1: but it, it just—it—it it was a kind of an eye-roll uh, eye moment for me. Oh, we are really going to disagree on this film. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm glad. Um, I am really glad you love
0: this film. I—I I, I don't know. Uh, anyway, so. Um, I love that. That's not the first time we see Lestat.
1: When do we see him before that?
0: So, it's basically the camera pan through the horror house to when Courage of Your Conviction, sir. You just oh, he's in silhouette. there. Oh, that's the awesome. There, yeah. Oh, that's so really He cool. had been following Louis. It wasn't oh, I by chance. That. Yeah. So he, he knows that this is a sad sack that probably <laughs> needs killing, and he can give him a better life. Well, there's also louis a plantation owner
1: mm-hmm. so
0: if they you know if, if he owns louis he owns the plantation yeah that's true so there's the bit of that as well which is why he was not best pleased when louis decides to get a bit flame happy
1: <laughs> burn it all down so yeah. chalk up one um, amazing stately home <laughs> that gets burnt down <laughs> yeah ding! <laughs> magnificently oh. that i love that scene where oh he's God, burning the house down this is it kind of like made me sit up in my seat and I'm like that's really really cool because so what why why does he do it again um so he um he's pissed off that he's going to have to kill people to survive
0: isn't he that yeah so the, there is uh, let's say maybe the first maybe the first third of the film i think i think by the time because by the time we meet claudia he's yeah. pretty much there so um he becomes a vampire uh, they have that great Birth scene, which is I I love. Whenever you see someone turn into a vampire in this film, I love it. I think it's it's it is really cool.
1: Yeah, the the effects on that and the makeup, like they give Mm. a shout out to the vampire makeup designer in the opening credits, which was really really cool.
0: Yeah, big up Stan Winston.
1: Yeah, really good.
0: Um, and yeah, he, he was obviously trying to fight his new nature. And Lestat is bored with him because Lestat yeah. thought oh I'm plantation it would be living the highlight now and yeah Now that I is interesting that. like
1: no matter what Lestat does he is a he's bored within 5 minutes he needs to have the new the next best thing he gets bored of Claudia and her whinging about not being able to grow um he, he's literally just like I'm bored of you now your irritation is boring me let's move on
0: Yeah absolutely absolutely um, uh, Lestat would be he would be the Tony Stark of, uh, evil Tony absolutely. Stark of today I, I was going to say this earlier he yeah. absolutely is Yeah,
1: which is funny that Tom Cruise was one of the first choices to play
0: Tony Stark I, I mean I wouldn't recast Robert Downey Jr. For, nope. for all the money in the world but I could see it yeah absolutely you know? um, so now that obviously leads them to so Lestat basically goes well what do you mean you're not delighting in being a devil you know, yeah. What, what is this about that he, you know, brings him more or less to hunting parties? They they go to a couple of you know balls. Um, that is, there is. Oh, that
1: is. Suck. So, trigger warning if you have an issue as well. You should with dogs being murdered. Yeah. Look away from that scene. But the the aristocrat aristocrat ball and picking and choosing which which ones to kill is really cool. I like that. And seducing the old lady. Mm. <laughs> this oh. is a very
0: sensual film. Now it is very like this is more of a. Uh, sorry, no, you 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 just said it perfectly there. The sensuality in this yeah. film is played out. It is a horror movie, but not by twenty twenty one standards. If you know, what no, I mean. it's definitely an eighteen, but it's really the
1: kind of sex elements of it that make yes. it um, make it that higher rating.
0: Massively now, homoerotic film without yes. it being. And openly at all homoerotic. <laughs> because, yeah, like, exactly. It's all subtext go
1: there. But then I really thought that they were. There was a couple of times men were going to kiss, yep. and it never happens in the whole film. I wish it had been a bit braver
0: on screen.
1: Interesting.
0: I've no, no. There's in. A, I'm not saying they were all hooking up oh, behind yeah, backstage no, or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But you know, kind of. <laughs> you know, it seems yeah. like had the camera stayed there for one second longer. Yeah, and I wish they.
1: I wish it had, but. I Hollywood. Um, So, question. The vampire, the biting, is it meant to be pleasurable? Because everybody seems to be enjoying it until there's one person that just gets... The the hooker. So, she's enjoying the boob bite, but then she doesn't enjoy the neck
0: bite. Uh, That is a very good question, because that is a huge part of the film, is people...
1: enjoy it it's like enjoying it they're
0: basically just being kissed so i wondered
1: i totally would buy that it releases a numbing agent and a serotonin inducer that feels ecstatic so that they don't scream and it's it's evolved so you don't get caught out because people enjoy dying so it doesn't then make
0: sense why it hurts i i do you know what not to actually because that is as valid as what I'm about to say, so not to disagree with you, but I think and one of the reasons why this film is in eighteens, I think it's more of a sadomasochist kind of thing. I think that Oh enjoying you know, the pain. The people that they play with as opposed to the people they just eat. Yeah. Um, yes, there is a degree of enjoying the pain. I think um actually to to skip right to the hooker scene, uh, I feel bad calling it that, but that's what Yeah, it's a, it doesn't feel like yeah. the the
1: sex worker scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah. So yeah, so as you say, there. Louis knows what. Well, so does Lestat, of course. But Louis is, knows that he's watching Lestat play with his food.
1: Yes. And yeah.
0: he, at this stage, Louis is so kind of lost. Uh, he can't. He, or he's, he's depicted as, and this is twenty twenty five minutes into the film. So you're kind of like, you do know you're a vampire, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so and he really struggles with this. He's really kind like,
1: of the deal. It was like, what did you think was going to happen?
0: But eggs, exa- and that is where Lestat's frustration really seems to be coming from. It's just like, yeah. I didn't lie to you, you know? Yeah, I gave you the choice. It, and, and he did. And considering when he found Louis, Louis was very much, you know, I am lined up, whether it's a bullet, a knife, yeah. anything, it's it's fine. And it just happened to be, I think he actually says it as well, my invitation was open to everyone and it was a vampire who answered.
1: Yeah, it's really cool, isn't uh, it? Yeah, I like
0: some it. some of the lines in this film.
1: Yeah, some but of it is incredibly well written.
0: Yeah, definitely. some it, and and I agree. No, there are definitely bits that don't work as well. But so I mean, some of just yeah. this is one of those ones where like you know, teenage Sean had quotes from this film. Yes, thing, on like, you the know, wall, kind of absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, the, the the hooker scene for for me it's one of my favourite scenes of the film. I really because, really
1: like it, and it's what sticks in my head. It's definitely a scene that sticks out. The, I think my problem is. You then have ten more scenes where the exact same argument happens. You know what it's like? It's like in the X-Men films, Charles and um, Eric having the same fucking argument that humans are Mm. good and they will support us and we will fight together. Humans are bad, they will kill the mutants. By the 17th film, I am sick of this argument, neither side is going to budge. And that's what frustrates me in the movie, is that neither side budges from their position. Neither side is going to, and neither side has progressed at all by the end of the film.
0: Not sure I agree with you on that one. Who has Um, a different
1: opinion at the end?
0: uh, Louis, in not massively a positive way, because of, we'll get to it really quickly, but because of Claudia. Um, but I get to it really. Good. I would. I will make my case okay. now in a moment.
1: Um. But, no, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I still don't
0: think he's a rampaging, murdery bitey person no. like Lestat. No. God. No. No. They never, ever, ever. Uh, Lestat never gets what he wants from Louis, and no, Louis exactly. never gets what he wants from Lestat. No. 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 Um, and I totally agree. Like that is you're 100 percent there. Um. So this. Sorry. So this scene, just really quick, because I just like I've played this in my head so many times. Um. It is. This is where we see both Lestat's pure. Like he is a va- he is not human. She is not alive to him. Um, she is purely just a tool for his lesson to Louis. And yeah. at this scene where you see. Now I agree with you. I think it's because it's the playboy. It's the you know I'm so sick of being stuck in this <laughs> argument with you, Louis. Yeah. But you really see him care here, and I think Tom Cruise nails this scene um, because it's the casual little bits of evil he drops throughout it as well. So, like the bit where he kicks off the cover of the table, it's not a table at all, it's a coffin. Yeah. And she's there panicking, and he just, I i know it is kind of, is it cheesy maybe, but I love the line, it's your coffin, enjoy it. Most of us never get to know what it feels like.
1: <laughs> I love it, it's so good. Oh, I it. love that. It's um, yours. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 don't no, have me in the coffin. So, you go again, the bye. Part. And it just Uh, puts the lid on, sits on it. It's like, now, continue
0: our argument while she's just like punching away, trying to get um, out. um, And Louis never, he never makes the argument to free her. He makes the argument to kill her and just have it be done.
1: Uh, Yeah, and he knows she ain't getting out of this at all. So, like, just, yeah, I summed it up with playing with his food. Like, stop playing with your food. If you're going to do this, get over with Get it over with. It's bad enough that we have to kill people and suck their blood and that that's what we have to do to survive but I can get over that I don't know why you have to enjoy it
0: and it's, it's like it's like us, it.
1: I can enjoy a bacon sandwich I don't have to enjoy playing with the pig and killing
0: it yeah I mean and that is a <laughs> a dark but completely accurate yeah. um, analogy here um, and she is very much she is the to him she's a pig Yeah, um, and there's, there's a bit that always weirdly creeps me out is when he flips the lid of the coffin off and her scream feels genuine
1: yeah maybe she wasn't told that that yeah. was gonna happen
0: <laughs> like you know like you know this will happen at some point
1: yeah Jesus what you know, I do uh, like is that this is Tom Cruise off his leash like completely you don't utterly. you yeah. really get that in the Mission Impossible films or whatever other films Tom Cruise is in He is very much action hero Tom Cruise now.
0: You don't get him being
1: bonkers and insane. This is the only time I've ever seen him do that. I like it, but just don't like it in the film. I think right. I want this film to be 100% serious or super hyper campy. It, I, I feel like it's, some, it's like 60% camp and 40% serious, or probably the other way around. Um, it doesn't do enough of either for me.
0: Okay. Well, okay. Um, That's just how my brain is. I think. That's all right. We have to camp you up. It's fine. Uh, we're working on it. We're working Good, on it. Thank all. you. Audience, please chip in with this one. Okay. We need to camp up Ian.
1: Can't, no, don't take any screenshots. Don't stop it.
0: Already done. Um, so, moving away from this scene, Louis then begins his wander through what turns out to be Plague Town. Right? Yes. Yeah. And he stumbles across a very dishevelled and upset. Kirsten Dunst, oh my who is clutching the... onto the arm of her desiccated oh. Oh, mother. How
1: long has she been dead? It looks like weeks. It's the yuck. makeup work on that is brilliant. And sorry, I really, maybe I like this film more than I remember. It. I really like how nonchalantly Tom Cruise handles the mother's oh. dead body. Know, like, look, there's, there's life, life for the, the old, old girl, girl yet. yet. Oh. And just like dancing around of her and then limp and then discard. Just The way he just discards the body and it hits the deck. The daughter's right there! She's there! Now, <laughs> well, thankfully she's
0: hemorrhaging blood from her neck.
1: Yes. Now, so, do you think Louis, I think I know the answer to this, I don't know how hidden it is, is Lestat doing something nice for Louis or is it just he's just being a selfish bastard because he knows that Louis is going to leave him?
0: Much more the second. Yeah. Much he I never cared about Claudia. yeah.
1: I think it's a hundred percent the second that yeah. you won't leave Claudia with me because you know I will corrupt her. You're you're going to stay to save Claudia, and that is a sneaky and brilliant plan. Yep, but despicable.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, it's one of ironically, although we see him slaughter people and do very unpleasant things yeah. this is his most evil it is, it's his most mm. diabolical thing mm. and what hits me the most is
1: and it's it's an excellent plot point to focus on for the film, is how she's lost the ability to grow up so she looks at women and she's like I, I don't want her, I want to be her I'm never going to grow up I'm never going to get any of that thing what a torturous thought to have in your head, that you've basically you've got the brain of a hundred year old but the body of a child still
0: yeah you know there's things you just will never be able to do Um, and um, Armand says it later in the film that it's forbidden to make a child vampire because they will always need care they will always need to be looked after Yeah. Um, and I mean that's not to say that claudia doesn't do some fairly fiendish things along the way i fucking love the scene when they're describing the the, the what this film does do really well is
1: montages so yes, it does. i yeah. i love the when Louis is explaining how adept at killing um claudia has become and she even managed to take out an entire family and <laughs> at a piano recital, and the next scene is like coffin comes out of the house. Coffin oh, number two go downstairs. Two coffins come out from down there as well, and it's just this mass funeral of five people. And Claudia's just like, oh.
0: "And poor old uh, sorry, her, her piano teacher, poor old Trigger from Only Fools and Horses." Oh man, what Lloyd the hell Mack. is he
1: doing in this film? That's yeah. so random.
0: Oh, he's um, not even very long. <laughs> no, he has
1: exactly the same accent that he has in the one Mr Bean episode that he's in where he plays a French waiter oh. Oh, I didn't um, know I was I could just, he was in well he's only in the one and it's, <laughs> it's, he's serving him some food and he's like uh, would sir like any more and it's exactly the same accent that he's in I was like that's a so weird
0: i just did... pronounced child.
1: yeah chowdil <laughs> but uh, it's so good it's like stop killing people in the house stop killing your piano teacher it's like these are Practical things. Who's going to make your dress now that you've killed her? And she's like, sorry.
0: Claudia, <laughs> what have we told you? Never in the house. <laughs> All right, budge down. It's strategic, so yeah. Um, and it is. Oh, no, it's she's so like, sweet and innocent and yet murdery. It's oddly the most joyful part of the film.
1: It is really is. Family. Yeah. It's the, the most deaths, but it's the, the sweetest bit. It's like, oh, look at you. You broke some plates and killed a person again. <laughs>
0: He, uh, so she has a wonderful tantrum like it's it's really yeah, well done really really uh. good when she's cutting her hair mm. And she can't even have that like is this the only real exp- like, example of potential guilt on the stats part because he brings her a doll on the same day every year
1: yeah it, I, d- I don't know if I can explain it but it's almost it's playing the part, isn't it? It's like this is what people with a family do, but it's completely thoughtless. Like it's just this is what we do each year. So happy birthday, mm. but there's no thought behind it. There's no because she isn't growing. He thinks a doll is going to be exactly is going to be fine as a gift every year because that's what that's what you give an eight year old.
0: And it's uh, again like it's it's small, and we know years have gone by, but. He gives her a doll every year and he goes, some of these dolls are so old and tattered. Well, of course, because she's about 50. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um. And then she does start throwing some of the dolls away and it's mm-hmm. that woman we saw in the window, the one she wanted to be. Yeah. Um. And this is, I think, this is another, it's an example of how unstable Claudia is as well. Yes. Is, I want to be her and so I've killed her and left the body to rot in the so house what's the, where's the logic there there's none there's, and that's it it's pure I I think it is uh, a sign Lashing of out, her isn't it? Well, of her insanity yeah and um, again maybe that's another reason why you don't make
1: young vampires it's the body is too it's not ready yet so, yeah.
0: there's going to be side effects I'm um, sure obviously our brains continue to develop for however long probably yeah. never stop uh, it
1: is a really interesting point to focus
0: on uh, the movie yeah. does that well it's a yeah yes it does yeah because i think sometimes and tiny sidebar in a lot of us say other vampire stories and lore like you do get the idea of vampire children but they're fodder almost yeah exactly yeah they're not you kind of you don't think of the 700 year old child vampire i'm sure there's sorry i'm sure there's many many examples but just you know in in my head canon (laughs) so so Armand's son is it a son
1: yeah Let's call him a ward,
0: because I don't really know Is he a vampire? Uh, no. The promise right. is that he will be made a vampire. Because they can drink his blood,
1: you see. Right, got you. So they're happy um, that they can This uh, is a question. Why don't they why do they have to kill people? Why can't they just drink the blood and move them along? They can.
0: Cool. But they don't That going. is yeah, that's they just don't. Yeah. Um and like yeah, that kid would be an example of that. And also, um Is it I think it's Madeline Oh, we've jumped forward a bit, but Claudia brings Madeline home for yes, me. Yes, to be a mum. But there's already teeth marks on Madeline yeah, by the time. That's it. Oh. Um, So, Claudia breaks down. It. The whole point is that I will never grow up. And it's not yeah. just about I want to grow up. It's you, Lestat, you have trapped us.
1: Yeah, and you knew this would happen. You knew that um, if you made me this way, I wouldn't be able to grow. And you still did it anyway. And you did it to keep Lestat. She's figured out that that's why he did it as well you did it yeah. to keep Louis I am I am merely a tool for you. yeah exactly and Louis was just a tool
0: as well to stop him from being bored so herself and Louis then they have this it's very short but you know because she you know, initially she hates both of them you know in I suppose there's no pride or anything in this I'm sure at some point every child has gone I hate you mum and dad yeah you know um and like that, she the next time she speaks to Louis, it's oh look, I never meant what I, I didn't mean that. You know, I I, I can't hate you. Yeah, you know, you're. Um, he's uh, more than a father, but it's not again. It's not out and out stated. Yeah. Um. And then she comes up with a plan. An excellent plan. I love it. I love such a good plan, year. and it's so in character as well. Um. Also, big massive shout it so. Tom Cruise does not play the piano and as a person who has learned this particular piece on the piano because awesome. I loved this film so much well not the entire piece because it's really hard it's a piano sonata by Haydn for anyone who wants to check the uh, soundtrack nice. um, do I remember exactly which one? no, no I do not please drop <laughs> it into the comments below um, it's, but it's bloody fun is what it is and it's full of rage and it's you know and it's clearly not Tom Cruise playing the piano but that's okay no and he's so annoyed at her but he still hasn't left yeah and that's I don't know would you call that like is it a paradox or like why is he still there I are not think, bringing him any joy
1: yeah I think he's on the edge I think he's still trying to contemplate is this salvageable what's going to be more effort fixing this relationship or going off and finding another new one because he's lazy as well he wants instant mm. gratification and he
0: doesn't want to work for it so I think he's still weighing up whether he stays or goes yeah no i think that's that's probably you're exactly right because you know if a better offer came along later yeah. if it was plumped on his plate he would absolutely take
1: it but it, yeah. it isn't yet so he's playing the piano kind of like mm, i'll stick a film on while i contemplate what i do next essentially um but yeah her plan
0: yeah and she's going you know, instead of like, why don't we have a drink yep two little twins passed out on the couch and yeah she's like How about it? Can't resist. One of the main lessons Lestat taught all of them is whatever you do, you don't drink from the dead.
1: Yeah, which is why they can't go like grave to grave to grave and just drink their bodies. It's got to be pumping blood. You've got about six seconds to get the blood out and that's it. Claudia obviously listened. Yep.
0: Yeah, what do you you think of the scene?
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So she um, pretends that they're drunk. Um... Which he falls for, um, but yeah, they're they're dead, and then he realizes it's too late, and then she fucking slits his throat and just like rips it open, and he's just there bleeding out on the floor, and there's way more blood inside him than should than there should be. It's like popping a mosquito. Um Yeah. Oh, it's so gross, but um love it. Yeah. No, it's an awesome. And Louis comes in and he's just like, Look, I, I can't really be mad. It's <laughs> he's like, ah, like, oh, like, damn the carpet bugger yeah, yeah. Again, there's no real emotion to
0: what's happened he's like he's dead yeah. okay that's it and that's actually something that's mentioned a little bit later on is can Louis feel or feel as strongly uh, you know he certainly expresses some shock here but as you say there's no kind of like
1: yeah bad, and I don't you know, know if that's bad acting or what it is I'd, bad directing well, yeah, I I'm, I,
0: yeah I'm, not sh- I'm not sure I'm not sure it does um, seem odd and it does it, seem on. Yeah. They
1: decide to they, they wrap they wrap his body up and like, what can we do with him? Uh put him to the swamp. Brilliant. Yeah, and cool, fine, that'll work.
0: Slide the body in and the yep. bubble, you know, you see first of all the alligator comes straight for his yep. lunch. Yeah, and you see well, the bubbles and blood and everything. Yep. And it's great. So and then they have a ball for a little while. Yeah,
1: they do. They yeah. they enjoy each other's company. They are a proper father daughter situation. The stats return is Terrifying! It's, it's properly so scary. good. So the makeup work in this film is phenomenal. It is really,
0: really, really good. Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, Stan Winston, who unfortunately uh, passed away now a while ago, uh, he did bloody stellar work. He's also the guy that did Jurassic Park. Okay, awesome. so that's just yeah, just, like and the Terminator and everything. Like the guy knows what he's at. Yeah, he <laughs> can, he can do shit. Yeah, uh, it's actually joy. It was fantastic how understated a lot of the makeup is. Obviously, not reborn yeah. Lestat. Like but yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah you the start. stuff
1: is? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's the same piano piece, just oh. played slower.
1: Awesome!
0: Because there's life in the old hands yet.
1: Oh, that's really really cool. Oh, oh I love it. So, that's really clever. Claudia.
0: You have, or even before that, you know, how is as this possible? Asked the alligator.
1: Yep, he oh. just went from alligator to. Squirrel to cat to dog to whatever he had to do to work it to get some energy and
0: some life back up. Oh, the putrid life of the Mississippi! Oh, it's so good. Um, Claudia, you've been a very, very naughty little girl. Run, run, run! Get out of there! So Set they, fire
1: to the house, and
0: there goes Stately Home number two. <laughs> stately Home, there goes all of Louisiana. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's um, so good. Blake, yeah. Oh, uh, so it's fantastic. So they do, they, they they skew it. Now, and here is one of my problems with the film, is that that's basically the last time we see Lestat. Until, yeah,
1: it is a yeah. bit of an anticlimactic... I think if, this, if the film had stuck with that story and been 90 minutes, I'd been all right. As much as I love Antonio Banderas in this film, and he's probably... Mm. I think he is my favourite part of the film, other than... He- Kirsten Dunst. Oh, ta- yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I lo- her performance is the best, but his character and that sequence is my favourite bit. It's the bit I would cut from the film because it doesn't need to be there. It doesn't. Well, it needs to be there, but you find another way to kill Claudia. That just it sticks out. It's like we've got two different films here.
0: It does. Yeah. Like if you had Lestat come back and kill her, that would make perfect sense. Yeah. with The first half of the film.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So make it a ninety-minute film, and there's your story.
0: Now, I, have to say, I I'm I'm like, I love uh, Armand. I love the whole theatre, the vampire. Yeah. I love their, you know, staying in Paris. I love the introduction of all of it. It's so well made. Yeah. It could have been a sequel, maybe. It could have been, absolutely. You know? This could have been part one and part two, definitely. I think <clears> what it's, uh, so, th- so this is coming from the book now as well, is that part of the interview is the drone. It is, it's 200 years, I mean, like, at, at what point do you go, there really is nothing left to do? Yeah. You know, I've done it all. Uh, now, it'd be interesting to see, you know, in 2200, you know, like, you know, kind of, I'm still overwhelmed. We're 200 years in. Stop advancing technology, damn it. Yes. Damn uh, it. Yeah. Like, you know, well once I got bored of Earth, I went to Mars. Um, <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, because, so their big search is others like them. Yeah, so I really
1: like that, and that would have been a great mission for film too. Is let's find more of our people, and that's Mm. Claudia's obsession, isn't it? To find more of them. Yeah. Again. And they they do. Yes, they. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do. So I got a bit lost, and I probably because I've only seen it the once. Why do they end up dead?
0: Why do they turn on Louis? So right, okay. So there's a couple of reasons. One is. Armand in a way is like a if Lestat was a lover that would be Armand mm-hmm. Um, as in he is as fascinated by Louis as Lestat had been but where Lestat wants to play Armand wants He, you, you can imagine him spending 50 years in bed with Louis yeah. Claudia is in the way Claudia is Got always it. going to be Louis' number one and so, why did he think killing her was going to work? Th- th- their whole uh, their whole lives or unlives is death. Yeah. Just another death, you know? Just another. So, even though Claudia is, you know, a 50, 60 year old, potentially older at this point, vampire, in our man's eyes, she's just a child. Yeah. You know, you will forget her. You know, I think. Yeah, you will move on. Is, if it takes yeah. 300 years, you will eventually forget her. Yeah. Exactly, and he is close to five hundred years old, uh, Armandis. So he's, oh, he is the oldest vampire that Louis has encountered. Yeah, um, and he oh, has that fantastic scene. Yeah, you know, but at almost five hundred years, you know, I don't know anything of God or the devil. Yeah. You know. Oh, that entire scene where he you know, yeah, runs his really hand good. through the flame. There's many times I've done that with the camera, thinking of Antonio Banderas in the scene. Yeah. But even just before that, just the the theatrics of the piece as well. Armand is a beautiful liar. Yeah, you know, and he uses. I'm actually, I'm quoting Viva Vendetta here. This is not an original quote. Um, he uses lies to tell the truth. Yeah, he is. He's like the Loki of the vampires. Mm. Whereas
1: yeah. Santiago's chaos.
0: Yes. Um, he is himself, and this and- really
1: feels like Santiago's plan as well. You can almost imagine he's been feeding this to
0: um, Armand as a plan. I think it's been Armand the whole. I think he yeah? has been the puppet master, and he knows what he's working with. He knows that from the moment, from the moment Louis and Claudia arrived in Paris, Claudia was dead. Yeah, um, and what he had to do was get Louis away.
1: Yeah, but then- he has second thoughts, doesn't he? Because he pulls. Louis out of the coffin.
0: So this is where I got a bit lost. So no, 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 no. I mean, I know because, and I will say, so on the part of the direction of the scene where he looks like he's frantically trying to help Louis escape, and obviously Louis can't see that. So, so why would he be that frantic? Yeah,
1: that's where I got a bit lost. Is that I assumed he was doubling out on the plan, but I was like, well, why wouldn't you go and rescue the girl first?
0: But yeah, that's why never. It was never any intention of rescuing Claudia. I think maybe. What would have been a better way to do that scene is have Louis, you know, keep it keep it in the coffin. Have Louis scratching and screaming yes. and then it opens up. And you then the you can have Armand Oh, it. I have saved you, you know, whatever. Yes. You yeah. know, but all he's done is just one. So he staged two, the whole thing,
1: three. is that his minions. The whole have, thing. His minions have done this without his knowledge, mm. and then he comes to save the day. But then there's definitely some looks of regret during him being taken away. This is what I can't get around.
0: Um
1: So maybe there is guess, some reticence a, about the, what
0: he has to do. Maybe. Maybe. I, I personally I think it's all just another act in the yeah. great theatre of vampires. Yeah. Um and Louis is the only one who hasn't read the script.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, After five hundred years, everything must just seem unreal. What, just none of new, this
0: matters how, because in
1: in fifty years, this will all be forgotten and it won't matter. So how insignificant does this sequence of events really? Yeah, really seem to exactly,
0: him? exactly. Yeah. We can't and even comprehend that. That's because they they measure time in, you know, they, yeah. they measure it in decades. They don't measure it in years. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Yeah. You know, oh, that was five decades ago, get over it. Where we might say, like, listen, that was five weeks ago, or you're not moving on yeah, yet. Exactly, yeah. super um, weird. And it is, it's its is—it's—it's ob- well, obviously a shame, but Claudia, again, Kirsten Dunst, I can't say this enough, she was fantastic, but particularly where she, she knows a separation has come. She doesn't know what's going to happen, but she knows that Louis... Or she at least suspects Louis will choose to leave her and stay with Armand. So that's where things look like they're going and might possibly have gone if Armand's plan hadn't yeah. gone gone through. And so that's where she brings Madeline home, who will become the only vampire Louis has made, because it was Lestat that made Louis. Yeah. Um, and so they do and poor Madeline gets about 12 seconds of being a vampire. That could have been the perfect life for them, couldn't it? That really could have been it. Just um, leave them out into the world. Exactly. Yeah. It's
1: so, so oh man, It's so good, and the the sun scene and then burning is ah oh, watching a child burn. It's weird how our brain works because I was okay with it because I know how old she is mentally. But if this was a child acting like a child, that that scene shouldn't have made it to cinema. Like that, you're watching a child get burnt alive. But because we know she's actually mature man credit to kirsten dunst for playing a 60 year old inside a child's body like so incredible and actually i totally believe she is an old soul inside this child's body
0: do you know what actually i'm going to go slightly back on something i just said because it goes from you see this the, the burn starts to appear on her cheek right and yeah. it cuts straight to armand slamming through the wall i still think it would have been better if they kept it in the coffin yeah. And had him rip the cover off, but I guess seeing his desperation to take down the wall leads you to believe this is simultaneously happening.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you, you could have done still come by... backwards and forwards. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, no, that Louie that, that entire burning is brilliant, and the the Pompeii ash effect is—I don't know how they did that. It's so
0: good, it's so, so so good. And then the, the ash blows up into his face. And then we get, so the the, the the sadly forgotten interviewer, so back in present day. Oh, yeah, I forgot. A tear <laughs> falls on Louis' uh, yes. finger. And then, you know, he goes, Can a vampire cry? And Louis says, Maybe once or twice in a lifetime. I don't think that's about his actual tear ducks. I think there's only once or twice in a lifetime you will ever feel strongly enough yes, about exactly. something yeah. that you will have this emotional reaction. Um, and then he was just like, so then shit went down. Yeah. Things happened. I love this scene. Love yeah. it, love it, love it. It's Louis really, gets his really
1: good. He, I have got kerosene or whatever, alcohol, whatever he's got. Third place, he burns down. <laughs> this Louis guy just leaves, leaves a trail of destruction. Yeah. Just enough with the fire. Uh-huh. Uh, and I love it. I absolutely love this scene. I totally agree. Where he's in the... All of the coffins are lined up, and it's like splash, 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 set fire. You've got like vampires that can fly, just like burning bodies flying around the room, and it does look a bit unnatural. But mm. I lo- it's like a knee-jerk reaction. If you're on fire, you kind of like jump around. If you have yeah, the ability yeah. to fly, you're gonna fly around and like try and put yourself out. Yeah, okay, 100%. it's awesome. See, it's just pure chaos. Absolutely, little showdown
0: with Santiago as well in the main the main yes. theatre hall oh, oh that so scythe good. way back in the day when we had a uh, do you remember Bebo oh uh, yeah. yeah
1: yeah so we're talking about like 2000 actually, yeah,
0: 2000 dot. that was my bloody profile picture for because I was deep nice and it was him with the scythe it's such yeah.
1: a cool setup because it's a scythe but with like a weird baton handle on it so the Brilliant. way you can swing it and the it would make a great weapon for Dungeons and Dragons like the the dexterity that you can get on that side is so good. It's like it's very elegant, and it's almost like a dance that they're doing together. Um As yes, he it is. cleaves
0: yeah. people, it's so good. I wonder if Santiago knew he was dead from the moment he saw Louis and just played with him because probably. Yeah. He doesn't seem. He doesn't try to attack. He mimics him.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's just what he does. Is a mime, yeah. isn't he? It's just he's
0: yeah. He is what's around him. Um, yeah, great scene. Absolutely I love sure. it. And of course, Louis was smart. He did it during the daytime so they couldn't escape outside. Yes. Yes. Uh, really clever. However, he's also like, ah, oh, great, I've done that. Bollocks. <laughs> uh, but then, <laughs> the, the, it's so gothic. So then the hearse, of yes. course, comes up, you know, and it's, Armand's boy is driving it. Yeah. Armand, yep. you know, they dive Quick, in the back. of it. Yeah. And they have their, actually, I, did, I, I fell for it for a second. I thought, okay, so like, did like, this is yeah. going to be the next sec. This is going to be the next section. Yep. The rest wow. of his
1: life is going to be teaming up with Armand. And I was actually okay with it. I was like, this is cool. This would be... Why wouldn't you choose that life? This is... Uh, Armand is the Lestat that he needs. Mm-hmm. Ish. Um, you, if you well, take yeah, sorry, away the, the questionable morals. I mean, he's a better version. And he can learn everything he needs to learn. Because whenever he asked Lestat for the answers, he was like, why are you looking at me for the answers? Yeah, I don't know. If yeah. you don't have the answers, what makes you think I do? Armand has the answers, and that's exactly what Louis needs, but he can't be with him because he knows what Armand, he'll, he'll become.
0: Armand, if he stays with him, and he doesn't want to be killed that. Killed his kid. Yeah, uh, you too. know, it's like that's it. He knows it. as he, as he says, he says, Louis, I swear, ah, 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 but I know you did. Yeah, yeah, and it's just no, like, that's it. Like, there's no arguing no. after that. There's no yeah. And I do it's, like that. Armand, he says something strange. So keep in mind. All of Armand's compatriots are now dead. Armand is very much alone. Oh yes. And shades of shades of Lestat come out with Louis is walking away, uh, and he goes, "I'm gonna die." And Louis just goes, "You're dead already, and you just want me to speed your passing." Yeah. And it's just that's it. You know, Armand is just left in his, yeah. You know, his finery at the uh, at the portrait gallery. Another and great it's just, bit of dialogue. So good. <sighs> yeah. Again, hats off now to. Brad Pitt and Antonio Banderas. Yeah, and it then we really, get a montage. You know what? The film is really a vampire interviewing other vampires. <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, at the end, you're kind of like, you know, Christian Slater's like, no, "I'm still here." Like, hello, <laughs> you know, hello. Framing device. I would. I yeah. thought he'd fallen asleep at one point.
1: <laughs> like he's just <laughs> recording like, all of it.
0: I'm sorry, sir, but this is tremendously dull. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: it's just you don't need me here. Um. Yeah. So yeah, next montage is him finding the new world and returning yes. to America and strange televisions and how film has now shown him a world that he could never see. It shows him the the daylight world that he's never yeah. been able to be a part of, which is gets a really cool thing.
0: It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of it's like yeah, really he, cool he gets thought. to see a sunrise again. He yeah. gets to see his long lost blue. He so said blue yeah. was his favourite colour. Had kind of been a Dropped throughout, and then you have yeah. Christopher Reece, Superman, flying past, which is um... so
1: cool. I loved that, it's so so good. And I, yeah, I got to see, yeah, the world from like angles that I'd never seen it, including and then it's Superman Returns. Yeah. Um, yeah, really really loved that. Uh, okay. Um, now okay. the ending of the film, please explain which the two endings, okay. please explain the ending of the film to me. So, yeah, you might do... so as I as seen on screen. The interview is just like, turn me into Oh, well, a, hang on. well before
0: that. There's a bit before that. Right, sorry. What have I missed? So, uh, Louis leaves the cinema, and yep. he says, you know, I was... So, he, back in New Orleans, back where he came from, he says, I could... And then I caught the smell, and it's the smell of old death. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. So, this is lovely to see him. But so, he goes to... It's sort of... Uh, there are a few of these places dotted around, or at least there were then... Dotted around, kind of protected buildings, almost. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, this is more of a. So he he ca- encounters Lestat who is still alive but he's a wreck of himself. Yeah. And has and been feeding so... from rats, which is the grace yeah. switcheroo.
1: And he's so, yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? That's a great turn. Um. But it, yeah, he's just really weak, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Um, he's not he needs... back at full power. Exactly, and as he says to Louis, you know, with your help, I could become the Lestat I once was because right now he's too he can't hunt he can't yeah. hunt a human they would exactly. easily overpower him um, and so there, it's, it's a short exchange I feel it might ha- you could have probably taken it out agree yeah thematically it's Lestat for all of his playboying and for all of his you know he was going to be the vampire of the new world he's the one who's still stuck in the 1700s they you know out of nowhere a helicopter arrives anyway but it's the fact that it's you know Lestat's never seen false light he has been trapped exactly. inside all this time
1: he doesn't understand that torchlight isn't the same as light light
0: um, and Louis has grown and grown bored um, he you know he's even in this exchange Lestat is the most dangerous person he's ever met and yeah. he's bored yeah exactly um, and he leaves him there, and you know. So you know think...
1: the moment that I really like is when Louis comes forward. Like Lestat is really really weak. He comes forward, and he recoils, and the fucking chair recoils with him, and like it flies moves across six the room, down the room. And you can kind of see it, it. The shot turns to Louis, and he's like, huh, that was weird." <laughs> Along with the audience, that are kind of like, huh, that was odd." I do love it though, it's, it's like the chair has a character, it's like, whoa, fuck, there's a vampire! Thanks, chair, oh, you won. <laughs> exactly. <It's>, uh... <laughs> or his, like, flinching is so powerful, it takes the chair with him. It's like, there's something just really comical about
0: that little sequence. It does, and it's always stood out to me now as well, yeah. I have to say. That's <laughs> the chair,
1: chair recoiling with yeah. the vampire, like, whoa, fuck this! <laughs>
0: mm. You've literally will I need you no harm, but also like Louis, like a strong gust of wind <laughs> you in your gun mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think
1: that is that kinda of sums up the problem I've got with the film is that it is it it could be a really, really powerful scene, but it's comical because of Tom Cruise's character and the choices that are made. Like
0: that's not scary, that's funny. <laughs> that bit the chair scooting across the room. Like it is, it's it's kind of their last hurrah, if you like. There's a chance that they might encounter each other again, but it's, it's yeah, it's suggested to be their last encounter yeah, with each other. Exactly, yeah. Um, and it's it's very much it's no one's running away. It's just Louis going. I, I need to wrong. wrap up
1: this loose end. Or it's not even that. It's I
0: smelled you, so I thought I'd come and say hi. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's it. Like you know, there's no fear, even if I mean technically. Okay, what's the last time he saw the stat? Was well, the stat was on fire? Yeah. But, I mean, he'd seen him come back from the dead before. I never really believed he was dead, no. Yeah, Um, exactly.
1: And I get that they accidentally bump into each other, because it's been 150-odd years or whatever, so things are only unlikely over the course of a minute. If you multiply things outwards over the course of the life life of the universe, then
0: everything will happen. happen, happen Exactly. Everything will happen once at some point. Give it another 100 years, and he'll bump into Armand at some sort of holodeck. I was like, oh, Oh, it's yourself.
1: How would you look at that? Yeah. Um, so that's that ending. So that's now, that ending.
0: Yes, that's the. I think that's the thematic ending. It is. Yeah. 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 Um, then there is the actual ending, which yeah. is. I like it. I will understand if people have issues with it, I, but I like it. I. I don't know how I feel about it, to be completely honest. So. I was going to say because there's two more endings, isn't there? Yeah. Exactly. There's Louis's ending and there's Christian Slater. Exactly. Ending. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: Christian Slater is now. I actually really like this ending um, of Christian Slater begging to be turned into a vampire and Louis' exasperation of for fuck's sake, I've wasted the last two hours because you haven't understood a damn word of what I said and if the the message you're getting out of my story is I want to be a vampire you've missed the fucking story and that, that frustrates me a little bit because I'm also there scratching my head thinking, how did how is that the message you got from this? After every, yeah. after this story, why do you still want to be a vampire? Cause I I sure as hell wouldn't.
0: Not after this story, no, absolutely no. not. So why yeah. does he There's no say, romantic like in what is ostensibly a romantic movie, kind yeah. of um there's no there's nothing romantic there's about no it. There's
1: no satisfaction from any of it. Um immortality is a curse. And he yes, still is, doesn't yeah. get that. Uh, but I do love his I do love Louis's frustration of <laughs>
0: Why did I bother? Uh, um, it, says, it says, Oh God, I failed again. Yes. And then, you know, God has nothing to do with this. And then click. And it's the most ferocious, I think, you ever see Louis, because he's trying to put the fear into him.
1: Well, other than other than the uh, burning the down the theatre.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the burning down that. Well, which one? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Don't start with burning down, because that's everything. Yeah. It's like, Oh, look, there's a nice building. Be ashamed of someone. Burned, Burned it, it down. Uh, <laughs> um, he yeah lifts him up to the ceiling, and then you have the wild eyes and the teeth kind of, you know, they're more bears and everything, and it's, it's great. And he goes, "Is this what you want?" No. Nope. Yeah. Grandi you, like
1: change my mind. Bye. Yeah. Bye.
0: Runs out. You Such know, a one eighty. Gets into the car. Hits play. Be still my shorts. I love that scene. Yeah. Um. I know. What do you think of this ending? <laughs>
1: it's it's fine it's i don't know how else you'd end it. i think that's my problem is i don't know it's a perfectly fine ending
0: but it is a bit of
1: yeah okay so lestat
0: why is lestat there i because i think he's been following louis all through and the book again this is not in the movie so this is kind of adding a bit though but in the book they meet each other at the theater of vampires so there is an entire. Oh, like, cool! dad is definitively not killed yeah. by the fire. Like you know, he comes back. I think he is. He's weakened, not as weakened, but he's weakened by uh, by the time they meet the Theater vampires. I think this whole time, they'd like they never met by chance. He's been following Louis. Yeah. Now that would suggest that he was strong enough. So maybe it was an act or something. But well, this is it's why a swamp I nearly... thing,
1: But it's a swamp
0: thing. But it's just taken a bit it, longer, uh, isn't it, to yeah. get to full power? Yeah. This is why I'd nearly lift the Lestat-Louis scene out now I understand for the film you had to have Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise together one last time Yeah, I do get that but I would nearly lift that and have Lestat's return be a real shock I still don't know. think it's a real shock though oh because what well, we've just seen it two minutes ago no but even without that
1: even if you lift that scene out I don't think this is a big shock uh, sorry potentially not
0: I, I remember I, I was shocked myself because I was I don't know I just thought like well, you're going to get what you want to the interviewer, but it's yeah. not going to be what you want. But so, I think... And Lestat is the one who gives you that.
1: Yeah, I get it, because it's almost like this story, the interviewer can't survive, because then this story gets out there, and that changes the world. Mm. Which is an unsatisfying ending, because then you're kind of like, oh, oh no, I want to see! I want to see how yeah. the world is changed by the... Ex- well, then it's ex- have my my true blood mug here. It yeah. becomes true blood, you know? Yeah, Vampires it does. Come yeah. out of the coffin. Exactly. Yeah. So it is like, it's exposed and I want to see that story. So, yeah, he has to die. I do, I don't know. I don't know how else I'd end it. It's fine, but it's not satisfying. Not and exactly. it's kind of like, the statue's like, "No, oh, Louis, still complaining about the world and still miserable about being a vampire. I've had to listen to that. I do love that but yeah. again it belittles the story that you've just oh, heard because he's just brushing it to one side and, oh, 200 years of complaining I mean it does but only a stat could do that yeah agreed Yeah, I'm right. just so conflicted with this film I think I want <laughs> to like it but there's so many, it jumps about so much it's too, yeah it's a really well, me- chaotic story and a
0: really sombre story and they just, they don't mesh together for me well maybe i will get get it to become one of your rewindables maybe that's why i enjoy it so much because again i frankly disturbing amount of times i've seen this film
1: yeah i think i need to watch Uh, it a couple more times i'm just like ugh, do i have to do
0: you know what you do what i do is i get you to watch queen of the damned and you will then go and watch into the proper again to feel better about yourself You're I think right.
1: what I need to do is edit the film myself. I think in there, <laughs> in there is a film I really, really like. I just need to
0: edit it in a way that I like. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's right. It opens up with Lestat meeting the interviewer Like, ha-
1: Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, oh, this is a wait a minute. Interview. Oh, wow, that might that might work. Um, so, yeah, the the Ian cut. So, <laughs> I want to get this nailed down. The ending. <sighs> Why don't I like it?
0: Is because you don't like Guns and Roses?
1: Could be. Yeah, could be. I don't know. I just I think it feels a bit cheap. I think that's what it is. It's of course Lestat turns up and kills the interviewer. But why does he do it? Because why does Lestat he kill him?
0: has always wanted to be famous. Like Lestat would have been the one who wanted to be yeah. doing the interview. So is um, it because he doesn't want Louis' story to get out? I think he doesn't care about Louis' story. I think right. he's like he he literally goes, "Why would the world want to know that?" Yeah. Like when you could hear my story, which is so because he is deeply selfish, um, self you know, self centered. You know he's yeah. arrogant. If there's going to be a vampire story out there, it it's should be, be mine, wrong. and that's part of what's explored in Queen of the Damned.
1: Right. So this makes more sense because it's setting up a sequel. A lick,
0: and it, it it was. It just now the sequel to this movie never came. Like there is no. Yeah. Connection between the two of the you, No, you that's would fair. But he does
1: turn the interviewer into a vampire.
0: Assumedly, don't oh, well, see him because again because he gives
1: him the choice, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the choice, uh, yeah. the choice for him though, is no choice at all. It's he die wasn't dying or be a vampire.
0: Exactly. Yeah, die so, or listen. be a
1: vampire. Exactly. He wasn't going to kill himself. He wasn't. He was happy that he'd escaped. So now he's not giving him a choice. It's hey, dead or vampire. Of course, you're probably going to pick vampire.
0: You know what is it to say? There's no atheist in a foxhole. Like if you're like, yeah, yeah exactly. You are definitely asking for forgiveness. Um, yeah. <laughs> even
1: it, because what's the harm? Just in case. Just, yeah. That is exactly it. Just in case, because if this is right, all I've got is my morals and eternal damnation. I may as well ask for forgiveness to all of them. It's like on—it's that South Park sketch. I was like, "Yep, here you go, guys. The Mormons were right, and everyone else ends up in hell." It's like we got the Jews, we've got the, the Catholics. You're all wrong. The Mormons got it. <laughs> you just make peace with every deity you can think of. Just start naming them. Um, cool. So I'm afraid you haven't 100% converted me. There, we, I enjoy there's bits of the film that I enjoy more than I remember enjoying. Um, okay. but and I think, I'll take that win, I'll yeah, take that win. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely set pieces that after we've talked about them, I'm like, actually, no, that's really, really cool. Um, so I will re, I will rewind it and I'll stick it back on again. Um, mainly to watch the Armand stuff. I think that's an awesome cool. sequence. I think I just yeah. get a bit bored of the backwards and forwards between between yeah, Louis and Lestat. Give give me give me a wrap up of why you love the film so much.
0: Um I love the style, I love I love the acting. Um I love the story. I love the interplay. Um I love the pure unapologetic gothic style. Yeah. Um and it's one of my favourite Tom Cruise performances.
1: Yeah. No that's that's all fair that's all fair. And um, there was oh The
0: music, God. sorry, the music. Oh, uh, no, Elliot it Golden, does though, have a fantastic isn't? score. Oh,
1: really Oh yeah. Does.
0: I can't believe I nearly forgot to put him into that. that. Oh stunning. The the opening piece "Libera May. Um please Ian, can you put some of that music over this part because <laughs> it's that good.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, it is a phenomenal score. Like that is it is a captivating soundtrack. It really, really I think somebody on someone on Twitter replied to you saying, Oh my god, the soundtrack just pump it into my it's veins. So just good. yeah, give it right here.
0: Yeah. No,
1: it's so good. Um so yeah, that's 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 that that's Sean's final rewindables um pick for this time round. Um so thanks for joining us on Twitter. Um, and thanks for listening and watching to this slightly rambly podcast about a an odd Odd film. <laughs> Vampires. I just, yay. Yeah, I wanna love it. I want to love the want to love it is there. There's I'm gonna stop <laughs> saying nasty things. Next week it's my final pick, and man do we go up and down with our rewindables films. And uh, next week is evolution or evolution. I'm so happy. Whatever you want to <laughs> say. So we're ending on a on a just a feel-good, happy, bonkers comedy that equally I think nobody talks about but for me it is the year that it came out i got it on dvd straight away didn't catch it at the cinema but i rewatched rewatched it a billion times that year yeah. and I, I watch it probably a couple times a year
0: um it's oh, a great movie yeah i caught yeah, it in the cinema is. like that just the sweet spot and remember whenever you're doing your shopping for your shampoo you get the one with selenium in it
1: you do and i do, sorry <laughs> <laughs> in the wrap up in the credits and he's holding the head and shoulders because it's so obviously paid for by head and shoulders but they they cock up and yet it. Works. it's so good it works so much <laughs> you are so beautiful to me so yeah with the, you've got that to look forward to next week um, hugely quotable film thank you for watching us this week we will see and listening this week we yeah. will see you next week
0: thank you guys bye bye
1: Thanks for listening to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies I at least would love to hear your thoughts on the episode Sean couldn't care enough to record this with me You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at EnglishIrishGTM Email us at an Englishman and an Irishman at gmail.com and check out our website www.anenglishmanandanirishman.wordpress.com where you'll find all of our previous episodes You'll find me on Twitter at galactic underscore dave and you'll find sean at sean ferrick thanks for being awesome and we love you very much